Rush is back. Final hour. Teddy Lehman here. Tyler McComas. Travis Davidson hanging out in Tulsa, gearing up for the Oklahoma-Arkansas basketball game there at the BOK. Noon tip tomorrow. Arkansas still two-and-a-half-point favorite, Tyler? Uh, Yeah, I checked about ten minutes ago. I'm looking now. Oh, oh uh, Arkansas minus three. So the line's going up. That's right. Teddy bets so much kitty, money. Kitty, 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 kitty. Teddy's betting so much money. Be He's careful. moving the line. Be careful. Oh, you just might cover tomorrow. Hey, um, 5 o'clock on a Friday, and we started doing this segment this year, and it's been a lot of fun. It's our uh, more than anything I want to see what uh, going into the weekend. So I'll start, all right? In text line, you know what to do. You do it every single Friday, 405-651-3439. More than anything, you want to see what? That could be OU football recruiting. That could be OU running Arkansas off the floor again tomorrow, just like they did last year at the BOK. Some of you do personal lifestyle things that you want to do over the weekend more than anything. That's fine as well. I'll start. Teddy will make fun of me because it's corny, but it's true. More than anything, I want to uh, salute the Ref Army in the 918 for not only coming out to this remote at Buffalo Wild Wings, but for coming out to every single remote, including Brian in Tulsa, who stopped at every single remote that we had today in Tulsa. More than anything, I want to say thanks to the Ref Army in Tulsa. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you for letting us uh, talk about the Sooners up here in the 918. Yeah. I've got some other ones, too. I'm not going to go full I was about to say, yeah, that is pathetic. You can do that anyways. Um, corn. For me, it's, just, it's the Army-Navy game, right? Isn't that, Ooh. Isn't that one of the, the biggest things going on this weekend? Always cool. Um, just the, the atmosphere around that game. It's always a fun game. It's always, well, I say always. Maybe it's not always super close, but seems like no matter kind of how each team stands that year, you at least get some really good, tight, emotional football there. So that'll be awesome. Um, text line. I'll, Travis, I'll let you have your turn at it here in a minute. More than anything, <laughs> I want to see a glass of bourbon, maybe 10. Uh, more than anything, I want to see England take out those French SOBs. Wow. Yeah, there in, we go. In soccer or just in general? I, just in general, okay. yeah, I think. More than anything, I want to see Carl's Juniors drop the Heisman Trophy on his foot. <laughs> more than anything, I want to see a Peyton Bowen flip. Uh, more than anything, I want to see a new cheetah in the portal. Like an actual cheetah or like a four hey, or five star Everybody's that plays. going in the portal now. Every, animals, football players, everybody. Yeah. Well, I, maybe just try to go get an actual cheetah to play cheetah next year. Anyone think about that? I mean. Can't jump off sides any more than this defense <laughs> did already, right? <laughs> Kendall says, more than anything, I want to see Eric Musselman get ejected. God, that's, a, that's oh, actually really so good. much one. fun again. How sweet so would that fun. be? I think, I think I'm going to. Not go full corny, but I'm going to stick with the Tulsa theme here on Tulsa Day and say I hope that we get good Tulsa talent news, whether that's recruiting or portal. I'm looking at Miles Slusher, the free safety from Arkansas that's in the portal. Looking at Braylon Presley, the OSU running back that's in the portal. Maybe Micah Tease, you know, something Mm. like that. Just any any bit of Tulsa-based talent making their way to Norman. That's what I want to see. More than anything, I want to hear myself saying, yes, sir, <laughs> really loud in the second half to Arkansas fans like I did last year. 
Uh, was there a um, little liquid courage that happened last like year? That. Me yelling at Arkansas fans? Maybe. We'll per, leave per, that up to everyone's perhaps. imagination. Perhaps. Can't I will not it. be partaking tomorrow, but yeah, I let Arkansas fans know about it last year. And God willing, I'll do it again tomorrow. We'll st- <laughs> I, uh, I think like they always talk about Musselman's Twitter followers and how many Twitter followers he has as a head coach. I think he's got the most on Twitter. I Made fun of that to him. I uh, yeah, I, I I gave it to the Hog fans last year. He has more than Lane it. Kiffin, or is it just basketball? I think just college basketball coaches because he's in with Barstool, so he has oh, a lot of right. followers. More than anything, I'd like John uh, John Whelan to be released by Christmas. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> good luck. More guys. <laughs> nice. More than anything, I would I want to see Baker Mayfield sling it for some wins the rest of the year. Yeah, I think you're going to see that, right? Well, you're going to see him have an opportunity. Um, yeah, I I think that's uh, again. I wish that he would just uh, fake an injury for the rest of the year and 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 let that be the last everyone saw of him this year before his contract is up. Like you don't want to show too much, right? You want to ride the hype and and let things. Oh my gosh, I can't believe he did that after you know 48 hours there. That's the lasting impression you want. Don't go screw it up, which I'm not saying he will, but um, you know, there's a reason that the Rams I mean, are, are really struggling this year. It would be hard to it would be hard to beat that performance for sure, even if he yeah. doesn't go screw it up. I mean, it's going to be hard to beat that. But I, that, Teddy, that's what I thought Cardell Jones should have done for Ohio State. You remember he's the third string guy that came in, yeah. won the Big Ten championship, a playoff game, and then the national champion. I mean. You just declare right there and say, hey, look, the only film you have of me is winning the Big Ten, a playoff game, and the national title. Somebody's going to take a flyer on him. Yep, I agree. More than anything, I want to see a playoff game against USC and Norman the first year of the expanded playoff. Oh, my gosh. It would easily be the most anticipated game since Nebraska in 2000. I don't know how you surpass Nebraska in 2000, I don't know if you ever can, but that might be as close as to what you're going to get yeah. here moving forward. Yeah. Is he allowed back in the state, though? You, you, might have sure. to, you might have to get some – you might have to wear an ankle monitor or something while he's here. <laughs> um, something like that. We'd have, to, we'd have to talk to the governor. He's allowed that. to come More back than- into the state if he's got his uh, – if he's with his team and they're coming to play in Norman. Absolutely. More than anything, I want to see Andrew Rame live up to his potential. Well <laughs> – there's an off-season conversation. I mean, oh, hang on. I yeah. thought this was for the weekend. Yeah. Well, hey. maybe he can live up to his potential by this weekend, even though he's okay. hurt. <laughs> you saying that that's totally Post-surgery? impossible? Post-surgery, that's when all the good development happens. Anything uh, is possible. More than anything, I want to see some commitments. I think that you okay. What's what's the over/under for recruiting slash portal commits? Is it one and a half? Uh, by Monday? or Yes, by Monday. One and a half or two and a half? Because I think there's a real chance both McCullough brothers say, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Uh, what was the was the recruit, not Deshaun, the recruit? Um, Day. Was, Day. Day. Was he a Cincinnati commit? Yes. Well, he still is a Cincinnati commit yeah. as of right now. Okay. I mean, he's not he's not acting like a Cincinnati commit, but <laughs> well, I mean, they lost their, he still is. They lost their head In coach. Name only. I mean, in name only, he is a Cincinnati commit. Makes sense. Um, the over under, I would say, I would say one and a half. One and a half. Okay, I'll take the over on one and a half. How about really? that? Really? 
Yes. What's your I theory? You've got to have a theory. McCullough Brothers. I've been giving you the theory all day long. What are you talking about? There's two. That hits the over just in one family. You remember the scene yeah. in Braveheart? Um, I think it's whenever Mel Gibson has his first little assault on the little town that he lived in. Yes. Uh, and they're all chanting, McCullough. McCullough at the end. That's what we need to do. We need to have one of those little scenes uh, whenever the guys get in town. I guess they're, maybe they're well, already here, though. Is this, is, this, is this with the parade, without the parade? Is that still yeah, in play? Yeah, look at this guy trying I mean, to get, get the weekend going. I mean, you, you're, you're saying, hey, what do you mean over one and a half? You're saying that to Tyler, but you're the one. Uh, you got chants and parades and everything. Brent Venables is going to have uh, blue paint all over his face yeah. tomorrow when all these recruits <laughs> arrive. We're all going to be wearing skirts and have deer antlers as knives out there. It's going to be great. <laughs> Brent's going to need a wig if he's going to match uh, match that look, though. Yeah, no uh, doubt. Gary and Bixby says Deshaun McCullough should come to the BOK Center tomorrow. Three exclamation marks. Well, it's a little bit out of the way, Gary, from his uh, official visit weekend, but – if OU's up late in the second half, just get him on the PJ and uh, yeah. get him out in front of the OU fans. What yeah. could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> what I like what that. could go wrong, indeed? Uh, more than anything, let's get this bacon tomorrow, boys. I've watched some of Arkansas's basketball team. They got three freshman five stars that are good. Definitely going to need to box out and make sure we can rebound. Yeah, like, th- this is a team that can pour it in. And Arkansas, they're going to go on some runs tomorrow for sure. Yeah. You just got to make sure they're 5-0, 6-0 runs and not, you know, 15-2 runs or right. anything when they race out. Um, Sherfield's going to have to be probably the best player on the floor. But Bijan Cortez has been playing pretty well here recently. So that needs to continue. So Making far, it looks like. His minutes, yeah, sure. so far it looks like he's having a nice little breakthrough season. Do you think, Tyler and Teddy, do you think, do you think when Bijan steps out on the court, Maybe people just under like they can't help but underestimate him. Probably, I don't know if it's the flowing locks or anything. I'm like, he's not the most physically intimidating basketball player in the country, but he goes out there and he gives you a lot of production. I mean, he's making big plays. He made big plays against Ole Miss down the stretch. I mean, uh, so I, I think there's a little bit of that to him. He's uh, very unassuming. No, I, I I think you're right. I think he is. Um, yeah, he's. He, he's got like a uh, – what is he – is he – it's hard to ever tell how tall someone is on the basketball court. Is he probably what, 6'2"? Is, is he – Yeah, uh, maybe even 6'1". Yeah. You, th- you think he's a little, little bit taller than that, 6'1", Travis? Yeah, hard to We tell. can check the actual I don't know, but, but no, he, I think there is some something well. to that, that he is a bit unassuming out there. But he's got a real good flow to him. Um, he's fun to watch, you know, whenever he's on. Last year, whenever he came in and off the bench, and gave them a spark in a couple of games. It's really cool to see him, uh, you know, run the floor, pass, creative. Good Payton, stuff. Peyton says, I want Grant Sherfield to shoot 90% with 10 plus threes. Well, right. I'll be taking the plus three tomorrow. I'll take money line if Sherfield's going to shoot 90% yeah. from three with 10 plus yeah, takes. Yeah, lock it in. I'll tell you, though, like, to me, this is – um, probably a massive oversimplification uh, of Uh-oh. the situation, but like that's how you beat them. You're going to have to pour it in from three, in my opinion. Got to have a. Well, that's what they did last year. Yeah, yeah, and it's and and like I said, Sherfield's been pouring it in from three. I mean, I think he he was going into, I think into the game against Kansas City. I believe he was eighth in the country in three point percentage, 
And he's he like right around like, 50 right now, isn't he? Oh, he's above that. He's like Is 58 he? or something like that. Like, so he – He's gone 75% and 83% in his last two games. In the Kansas City game, he was eighth in the country, but then he went like five of six from three in that game. So, it's I mean, it's he's got to be like top five by now, and he, it's working out. All-around player is Jalen Hill, fast, physical, and can score anywhere on the court. Yeah. Add him uh, into the mix as guys that need to play well. Again, this could be your uh, best win of the season tomorrow against a very good Arkansas team, but more than anything, wouldn't it be funny to start spouting off to hog fans that you kind of own them. Like, they, they consider themselves, well, they probably consider themselves a football school. In reality, they're a baseball school, maybe even a basketball school. So to have a little 2-0 series run on them, Travis, would be fantastic, especially in Tulsa, because yeah. I do think, I adamantly believe this, whether OU fans call it a rivalry or not, I think we're a ways off from that. But I think OU fans are going to learn to dislike Arkansas fans pretty quick once they're around him for the first time, especially in football. Yeah, I mean, they're going to replace our, you know, our regional kind of rivalry with OSU, you know. So I think it's going to have a lot of the same characteristics. I mean, I think Arkansas's future looks a little bit different than Oklahoma State's immediate future, but we'll see. So, Teddy, just take Arkansas by itself in the SEC and think of the um, other schools in the Big 12 over the past 15 years that have showed up to road games in Norman. Like most of the time, they don't even sell out their allotment of tickets. I bet Arkansas, probably the first time and every time they play in Norman, will bring more fans for a conference game than OU's seen in like the past 15 years from any of the Big 12 fan bases. Without a doubt. Uh, who even travel? Who would you say travels the best in the conference? <sighs> I think it's totally dependent on who's actually good that year. You should say Oklahoma State, but. There weren't a whole lot of OSU fans that showed up this year. KSU, Kansas State, yeah, I think Kansas State's probably probably like just the across the whole campus or across the whole conference, just in general. Yes, Iowa State shows up. I mean, famously shows up really well to uh, the Big Twelve championship. Do they show here. up to Norman though? Oh, to Norman specifically. I, I kind of think they do, but it, it's tough because, like, like Teddy, you remember like being up in Ames this year. Looking out at that crowd, it's impossible to tell who's wearing yeah. like, crimson. Versus, you know, the only thing you can do is wait for Stoops to catch a ball. And if it's really loud, then you knew, oh, you traveled well. If it's not, then they didn't. So, you know, at least Iowa State fans, they don't stick out like, like a KU or KSU fan would be, like yeah. blue and purple in the Well, crowd. it would be the same thing with Arkansas, but I, I totally agree with what you're saying, Tyler. It won't be close. I feel like they brought more people – to an OU Arkansas baseball game back in 2010 than any Big 12 football fan base that's brought to Norman and Owen Field. Yeah. They travel, man. Here's uh, the, they, the thing, they, though. They, like, the flip sports. side of that is, like, when it comes and OU plays a conference game in Fayetteville, OU will travel in hordes to that game as well. I think so. Especially early. Like, when, when we're going through kind of our first round, if you will, of – like destinations, like our first time to Tuscaloosa will be one of the bigger OU crowds. Our first time to Baton Rouge will be one of the bigger OU crowds. So it'll be interesting to see if they if they see that and we say, oh man, we want to be like we want to bring this type of crowd every time, or you start to see it kind of fade a bit. It, it's going to be really it'll the fade first... after the novelty's gone. But I, I think it, when you're going on the road, like if Oklahoma was going on the road right now to play. You know any any top ten, top fifteen football team, and and especially if it's some type of traditional team, 
like you're going to have massive numbers of people there because we, it just yeah. it just hasn't happened. Like we just don't get that opportunity unless it's a non-conference game and you know, we've always traveled well to those big non-conference games. Right, but the novelty wears off and what what if you say, "Man, I'm just having a blast." Like what if you get back and and you're telling all your friends, "Man, you know, this is way better than going to Ames or Lubbock or anything like that, man. We should get a group of us. You know what I mean? Like, what if, like, you just start having way better game day experiences to attend? Well, you so, will. That's why everyone yeah, exactly. in the SEC travels the way that they do because the game day atmospheres are way better than, than what we've seen. I mean, that's right. Th- that's just the that's the response that you get. I I know it's a, it was a non-conference game, but going to Tennessee, it was just it was yeah incredible. Well, I think didn't Tennessee and Ohio State fans both say, like, dang, this is the most visiting fans that we've ever seen in this place before. I've heard people say Ohio State fans said that. I think Tennessee yeah. fans said the same thing. Yeah, there's some Peyton says, pent-up demand I, for sure. Peyton says, I think the SEC fans will embarrass OU fans a couple of times year one, LOL. Does that mean um, pushing them over in the porta potty before the game, embarrassing them, or – what is what is that what does that mean? I mean, I think it's probably uh, reaching back. I mean, again, basketball game last year, right? Arkansas, you know, coming into Tulsa and, and making it feel like a home game. Or you look at uh, the College World Series, man. Like yeah, that, uh, that, Ole Miss that, versus that, OU that championship fans. series. It was it was uncomfortable nearly to be <laughs> in that stadium because you're like, I mean, the fact that when they won, Ole Miss could run around the entire stadium. And high five Ole Miss fans because they had all the front row anyways. I mean, it was it was impressive. Then they were throwing beers in the outfield. Well, t- Tyler tried to get me killed when I was uh, doing remote in Omaha because I'm sitting there in Rocco's uh, and I've got my speaker up on the table and you know trying to do a little preview and we're doing some radio and all these Ole Miss fans are sitting around me. Oh and, yes, and Tyler's sitting there going. Well, no wonder they travel well. They've never won anything in anything. They're a bunch of losers. They, uh, man, they they've won so happy. women's golf once, and then the rest of them. This is the greatest moment of any Ole Miss oh, fan's life. Man. And outside of this, it's been nothing but sadness. And I'm sitting there like, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so he's that's coming through uh, the, the speaker, but the Tyler speaker. wasn't there. That's funny. It. Yeah. God, it does sound like me. It really does. to get me killed. It does sound like something I would do. It's great. This one says uh, KU basketball. Well, we're talking about football, but yes, KU basketball does bring uh, a lot of fans to Lloyd Noble Center. Center. That helped. Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you think the turnout's going to be like tomorrow? Is it going to be similar than last year? I hope it's better than last year. It needs. I mean, it, it needs was, to be. It was very, very heavy Arkansas. I mean, that Woo Pig in that stadium. It'll was still be loud. like that, man. Oh yeah, Tulsa is heavy, heavy. Like, like there may be as many Arkansas fans in Tulsa as there is OSU and Oklahoma fans. Well, yeah, I mean it's closer than Norman is. I mean Fayetteville, Fayetteville's a shorter drive than Norman, and you know they started doing early on, like back when I was in high school, and, and prior to that, they would do the in-state tuition for anybody to go over to Arkansas since it was so close. So mm-hmm. I know like bunch of my friends my sister like we like all went to arkansas so there's a lot of ties to the area we got to get our uh, smack talk ready for tomorrow we got to figure out what's really going to cut deep for the arkansas fan tomorrow what's really going to cut deep with how their athletic program is going hey right muscleman your twitter account sucks that that is probably a felony in the state of arkansas did to you say buy that. your check mark no. i was just trying to talk <laughs> trash teddy's trying to get me thrown in jail saying stuff yeah. like that hey hey that's what you did to me when i was in omaha so it's about time yeah 
Yeah. All right, uh, we got a ton of texts. We can get those next segment. Yeah, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Keep the text coming. Six five one three four three nine. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Tulsa Day live on the Ref. We've been live in the nine one eight all day long. Brought to you by Air Comfort Solutions. Buffalo Wild Wings is where Travis and I are at, 6222 East 41st Street right here in Tulsa, where, I mean, I don't know any other, like, I don't even have to endorse it. It's just common sense. Get a $25 gift card, and you're going to get a $5 free gift card. It's math. You don't need to get it for a Christmas present. You're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings yourself. Gift it to yourself. Put it in your own stocking. I don't care. But just take advantage of the deal. $25, and you get a free beer, basically. That's what Wild Wings is giving you. It's too easy. You ever heard easy. anyone call uh, it BW3s? No. No, that's weird. B-dubs, but not BW3s. That's what they used to call it. Um, I had, like, when, whenever I got drafted by the Lions, I went up there, and that's what everyone up there called it, and I was massively confused with it. But I guess it used to be, like, Buffalo Wild Wings and – like there's something else that started with the W that used to and be on the end watermelon of watermelon. <laughs> I don't know uh, what it was. Wafers or something weird. Seltzer maybe. <laughs> that is way weird. No, there's some people that still call, call it that, which that's that's why I'm saying it's weird. It's uh, probably been them Yankees years. up north that call it uh, BW3. That's right. Probably. <laughs> you know, you're up there for a while. Mm-hmm. Arkansas fans, just tell them Jimbo owns them. That's from the text line. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, wow. A&M was 5-7 and seven this year in one of their five wins, and maybe their only win in SEC play. Uh, maybe they had two. Yeah, they beat LSU. LSU and Arkansas. They're and they're gonna, and then, then they're going to go hire Bobby Petrino after yeah, all of it. Right? Good Lord. Oh, my God. How, how's that hire going to go over, Teddy, if they make that one? I don't I can't imagine they make that hire. Uh, that, that's, I'm shocked that he's even up for the job, frankly. I, that to me that reeks of a Petrino trying to do anything he can to get a job, and it's like <laughs> a, a courtesy uh, interview or something. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 what is the benefit of 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 that hire? He's unless maybe he's a great recruiter that I don't know about. I don't. I doubt that. Don't you guys doubt that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what I mean, what if? Uh, what if it comes out that he interviewed and they offered and he just said, nah, a and a little too toxic for me. <laughs> that would be great. Are they trying to go after Muleshoe Jr.? Well, they, the were, they were trying, but apparently uh, they struck out. And I think, here's the thing, I think any hire that's not like Joe Brady or uh, Garrett Riley, I think the fans are going to hate anyways, but that hate is going to be turned up to 11 if they hire Bobby Petrino. Teddy, the way I look at the A&MOC job is can they pay and will they pay a lot of money? Sure. But if you're Garrett Riley, if you're anyone that has any sort of momentum with your coaching career, why would you go to a sinking ship? Because all of a sudden you tie yourself to Jimbo Fisher. And you don't want to tie yourself to Jimbo Fisher at this point. Not when your reputation's already flimsy. It's absurd to even think that Garrett Riley for a second would consider going to Texas A&M who was five and seven this year? Whenever the team he's on right now just went to a college football playoff, like, why would you do that? You you would maybe consider taking an offensive coordinator job at 
a perennial powerhouse. You wouldn't consider taking an offensive coordinator job at a perennial uh, middle-of-the-road football team. It's just not what you would do. You would take a coordinator job at a, at a top school, a top five or ten school, or you would take a head coaching job. That's it. Yeah, a head coach just seems like the natural progression, right, for Gary Riley? Aren't we pretty much all in agreement that that's probably his next job as a head coaching job? Well, I mean, the fact that his older – I mean, let's let's call it how it is. Like, yeah. I think Garrett Riley's a good OC, but his brother being successful, I mean, it really helps him out. Oh, of course it does. Everybody's Name. looking for – it's copycat league. And Name it's always matters. It's, it's him. So, I mean, outside of head coach in college, I mean, I could see him taking an OC job in, I don't know, the pros or something like that. I mean, it, but it's it, – there's no way he's taking a lateral move or – or stepping down even, just for some more money. I mean, the guy's young. The guy's going to make plenty of money in his career. Nobody's going to pay him, like, an extra $500,000 a year at this stage in his career, and that's going to make difference in the long run. What's Someone the, is, saying, is, um, is Duggan, is his eligibility up? He, he can come back. He can come back? I'm pretty sure he's got one more, I'm pretty sure he's got one more year, because they were, um, they were talking about, like, that's not a guy with, like, a lot of NFL prospects. Yeah. I mean, if I were him, I'd run it back. I think 2019 was his first year. That's how I kind of go about it. Like, all right, if you're a freshman in 2019, I think you can come back. Yeah, yeah. If I remember you playing in 2018, I don't think that you can come back for another year. Yeah, I think he's got line. like a medical red shirt at some point in there. Yeah. He, he okay. can, he can uh, come back then. If I mean, that has to weigh in a little bit. Like, what's your, what's your situation? Like, TCU is going to lose – probably some really good talent um so like, yeah you've oh, got to sure. consider that like like hey we got lightning in a bottle here if i get a good opportunity somewhere this would be the time to take it like i don't want to wait around for something better like a, a dream job to to show up whenever next year you know we may revert back to the mean a little bit with tcu football from the 405, I went to the Arkansas OU basketball game last year and never heard a more annoying chant than the Arkansas chant. It was about 30 to 70 Arkansas fans in the whole basketball game. I heard it. LOL. Well, if you're coming again tomorrow, well, guess what? The you're going to hear the hog call. Pig suey? Oh, yeah. Call the hogs. Yeah. It's, it's is that one? That's yeah. not well, that annoying, is it? Oh, <laughs> coming to the game tomorrow, and you tell me after in the postgame show. You tell me. Hell, yeah, it's annoying. And you know what? If you probably wouldn't have uh, ghosted Houston Nutt in his office all those years ago, he probably would have done the hog call for you inside his office. But you said, no, I got my OU offer. I'm just going to hop on the bus and leave. See, I I think... I think hottie toddy is is way more annoying because I don't know what they're saying, and it's like they're trying to put some redneck spell on you. <laughs> they put a redneck Holy spell on uh, the championship. <laughs> That's uh, funny. By by the way, uh, all this talk of Arkansas minus two and a half has pushed the spread up to Arkansas minus four in like an hour. Uh-huh. Yeah. Teddy put so much that's money how, on it. That's Every how big our reach is. We started talking about the Arkansas-Oklahoma spread, and everyone's like, oh, damn, I better put some money on that. Yeah. We're that's what we do. Markets. And by the way, Teddy, uh, you've got some backup. Uh, old Nate Downs just texted me, father Uh-oh. of Ethan Downs, and said, BW3 is confirmed. Yep. 
Teddy you was some... right, though. They had commercials about it, I remember. Uh, Zane sent us an Urban Dictionary. BW3 is the nickname for the restaurant Buffalo Wild Wings Grill and Bar. While the nickname is still popular, it's confusing because there's no third there's W, no third w- yeah, in the name. Most people use the term BW3, have no idea where the name comes from. The original name was Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck, but the company dropped Weck from its name when it stopped selling sandwiches on Weck Rolls. Smart. Am I saying that right, by the way? Yeah, Weck I rolls? think so. Is that how you say it? Yeah, even, it, it's sure a good um, marketing decision to drop that off the end of their name. Um, <laughs> yeah. Much better. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, See that, Jim? Uh, Come on, man. Try and shoot me down with BW3s. The basketball power hey, index. You, yeah, hey, you asked if anybody had heard of it. We were just being honest. <laughs> yeah, never heard of that. 62.7% chance. That's what ESPN's giving Arkansas to win tomorrow. OU 37.3% chance to win. Do you guys subscribe to that ESPN FBI no. stuff? God, no. I think I th- ever it was the- wrong every single OU game this yeah. year. I mean, that, that's what it was after the Texas game. They gave a 0% chance to win any other game. And it, I think it's just, I don't know what their model is, but I don't think it accounts for, like, like injuries or any, like, roster changes or anything like that because, yeah, FBI was like, yep, OU 3-9, and nine, which I guess we well, didn't finish that much better than it. But. Here's, here's a funny story about that, and Tyler will, will remember this. The Trey Young year, uh, uh, they were like, I don't know. At the time, the record was they were in the top ten. They were number four, I think. Number four, can't miss TV. They had like the Trey Young counter going on on ESPN, mm-hmm. and I remember I was at uh, Top Golf doing a remote, and the the who were they playing that weekend? Tyler was it Kansas? It was it was a midweek game at Kansas State. Kansas State. They had, like, some stat on ESPN that had OU just, like, going down the tank. Yeah. And we and, and laughed at it. There's this guy wrote an article looking at the FPI that Oklahoma is about to crash and burn for the season. And I spent, like, three hours making fun of the guy. <laughs> and I don't know if we won another game that year after that point. <laughs> we made fun of it for three hours. And then OU proceeded to lose by, like, 25 at a bad Kansas State team that night. It was it was a tough look. Hey, we made, tough. We made booty jokes for like a whole week and he never even played so i mean yeah that's how it goes when he was visiting man that was that was my first day of radio and it was like this is oh, the nice. easiest job in the world we just make booty man. jokes the whole time yeah you had some monumental days <laughs> on the radio booty day david hicks the day hicks. Oh. there's two well, or three others that i'm not remembering i almost stuck my uh foot in my mouth a minute ago whenever we were talking about you know what you should say to arkansas fans at the at the basketball game tomorrow, and I was gonna, you know, mention how horrible they they were this season. Whenever they were supposed to be better, and they went six and six, and then I was like, oh, hang on <laughs> yeah. a second, I, I forgot that we went six and six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, in a six and six, Teddy, in the SEC West is it, it would win any it's other conference. Two. Yeah, yeah, it's ten and two. And it's yeah. at least we'll an eleven you. win Big Twelve team. Just ask them. There you go. All right, let's hit a quick timeout, boys. A uh, couple more segments left. Friday headed into. The weekend, OU Arkansas noon tip tomorrow at the BOK in Tulsa. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. It's Tulsa Day live on the Ref. We're at Buffalo Wild Wing, 6222 East 41st Street here in Tulsa. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson, Teddy Lehman. Real quick, uh, I want to go rapid fire on letter grades that each major college football program, the higher that they made in the offseason. Travis, I'll start with you with each one. 
let's start with the Nebraska Cornhuskers hiring Matt Rule. What letter grade would you give that hire? Um, I would. I, I think I'll give it a uh, A. Just a, just not an A plus. Uh, you know, not not an A minus. What do you mean some, not an A plus? Because because I. I don't, I, I don't know about the long term, right? I mean, it's a, what do you get, like an eight-year eight year. deal or something like that? I mean, what, what odds do you even give him to, I'm taking that into, I mean, just hiring him, sure, A-plus, but give him an eight-year deal, I just don't know, man. He hasn't, has he been anywhere that long? Has he been anywhere longer than a few years at this point? Not recently, right? No, but I, if you're just giving it an A, that means that you think they could have gotten someone better. And if you think they could have gotten someone better, you better tell me who that somebody better is that would no, go to Nebraska. It's, it's not the – no, I think Matt Rule on like a four-year deal for me would have been an A+. plus. Okay. I think, I think getting locked in for an eight-year deal for a guy to go up there to do – What you're saying is – they got a great hire, but because of the terms of the contract, Nebraska has yet again locked himself into something that be- could become a disaster. Precisely. Okay. Now, here's where Teddy gives it a B plus. After he complains about your A. <laughs> yeah, right. I know this story all too well. You better tell me somebody, Teddy. No, I think it's an A+. Plus. I think they got okay. – not only did they get – who I believe to be the best available coach out there right now. And when I say available, that was not currently coaching somewhere else. Uh, you could say, well, Nick Saban would have been better, and I'm sure someone's already halfway through sending that text message in. But I'm talking about coaches without a job. Matt Rule was the best available. He is a program rehab guy. His demeanor, his personality suits that location that program exactly what they need uh he's got a great name he can put together a great staff i think it's an a plus teddy just called matt rule a square by the way that he fits in perfectly yeah. with nebraska that's that's what i got yeah exactly and that's a square is what they need um all right the big one colorado travis is it an a plus it's an a plus i mean you're one in 11 go out i mean get a guy that instantly i mean shot in the arm uh gets you the talent gets you the money you know donors are rolling in merch sales are, are better than they've ever been he's the most famous head Ticket coach sales. in the state of colorado right he's, now he, 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 he might be the most the famous head coach in america i mean every uh, as far as trending and everything like that like he's the talk of the town i mean they're talking about him you always tell when how popular somebody is is if they're talking about them in non- sports capacities like not on espn they're talking about him on cnn and they're talking about him on on good morning america and that like that's what he's getting so i think getting him all the talent and the money and everything that's about to just dive right into boulder i think it's an a plus so teddy said uh well yeah someone's texted in right now nick saban is available someone said well barry switzer is available (laughs) (laughs) uh what do you think a plus for Dion? i'm shocked that you give Rule an A to Nebraska, but you give Dion an A-plus to Colorado. Let me ask yeah. you this. Okay. What if what if Dion puts together a great transfer portal roster, uh, you know, steals a couple of recruits, um, and goes out and, you know, goes 
let, let's say he goes, what, nine and three next year at Colorado. What happens then? I mean, an eight-win improvement's pretty good. First year, right? You don't think that he's going to be offered whatever big job comes out next and he's going to jump right to that? I, I, I personally don't think so. No? Uh, Colorado's I, a destination job? Well, I, I didn't say that, but I do, I do think that he at least I – think, I think it would damage his prospects a little bit by saying, like, oh, hey, this guy's going to leave every year. I mean, that'd be the most easy. That'd be the easiest thing to recruit against negatively in the world. Hey, yeah, go play for that guy. He's gonna leave you just like you did the okay. last. And you're gonna have to move four times in your career. I give it an A. I give it an A with Colorado, and probably I think I'll agree with an A plus too. I think it's I think it's as good as they could have done. Uh, uh, let's let's go really quick here. Uh, Wisconsin hired uh, Fickle. What do you think? Uh, Man, like. I don't really have much to go. I guess a B. A B. I mean, okay. I've never been. I've never been big on Luke Fickle. I guess, but um, you know, Wisconsin. What are Wisconsin's options really? I mean, you're only as Jim good Leonard. As options. He was are. an option. Yeah. 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 I mean, Jim Leonard. Jim Leonard might have been in a, a, Barry Alvarez a little bit higher grade, but <laughs> yeah, Barry. Uh, yeah. Barry usually <laughs> hires himself. I'm shocked yeah, he didn't right. do that. I give yeah. it, I think it's an A. I'll give it an A. I think it's a good name. He's obviously got some good things going at Cincinnati. Um, I I I was kind of surprised by the way everything went down there, and I don't I don't exactly think Fickle's handling the transition very well, but I I think it's a good move for Wisconsin. Last one, real quick. Hugh Freeze at Auburn. <laughs> um, I don't know who's running towards the Auburn job, but I still think they could have got somebody better so i'm i'm gonna go c minus c minus teddy i'm gonna go i'm gonna go b plus the goal there is to win he's gonna win now the plane is gonna crash into the mountain i'm not sure how long (laughs) it's gonna take but he'll win some games on the way yeah, he'll win a national championship and follow it up with a three and eight in a uh, two and ten or something. <laughs> oh, that I would be the best thing that could. Like, he'll probably follow it up with a massive scandal. He, he, yeah, exactly. They already took his uh, Twitter away for DMs, so it'll, it'll then be vacated. And isn't that what we're hoping for? <laughs> win big, followed by a scandal. Well, that's Come what on. the text line was saying earlier Auburn about football. Dion. It said, "Hey, look, I think Dion's going to be good early, and then he's going to uh, be the most penalized and sanctioned program in the country." All right, Teddy, get out of here. Enjoy All right, fellas, going to be fun. Uh, noon tip, everyone watch. Everyone watch. Final segment of the Rush coming up next on this Tulsa Day. Keep it locked on the ref. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.